0: Dr. Jackson said yesterday, the doctor that examined Trump, it's called genetics. Oh, yeah. Uh, I told the president if he'd eaten healthier over the last 25 years, he might live to be 200. Yeah. He's just genetically, I got a lot of that, too, for whatever reason. It's in my family. You can just, cholesterol, blood pressure, all that sort of stuff, just not
1: something you worry about. Yeah, that's what I figured with uh, with the Trump Meister. The fact that he's still alive kind of settles it. Yeah. I mean, if, if he had the, the bad genes, if he had my genes for that sort of stuff, he'd probably be dead already the way he lives Whatever. and eats and acts. Whatever. I'm, not, I'm just saying.
0: Uh, the, the, the doctor, Dr. Jackson, dis- did ask the nutritionist to co and, um, uh the White House chefs to cut out calories and fat in the dishes because the president's overweight. He suggested uh, eating better and exercising and said the president was much more open to the eating better than the exercising, mm. which a lot of us are. Um,
2: but do you remember this moment from a few weeks ago? Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. And finally, I asked the leaders of the region, political and religious. What was that? Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim to join us in the noble quest for lasting peace. Um, the
0: slurry words. Mm. And, uh, so for some people that was the, he's lost his mind and gone crazy. We settled on dentures. Dr. Jackson said, um, the slurred words were caused by Sudafed. He believes that he had prescribed to the doctor a medicine for nasal congestion. He said, Mr. Trump does not wear dentures of any kind, which Mm. is a popular theory on Twitter. Sorry. The slurred words. He believes it was Sudafed as the doctor who treats him. Interesting. So I don't know anybody who's ever used Sudafed and had slurry speech like that.
1: No, it raises the blood pressure. I know they told me to stop taking it at one point. But um, I mean, that was something. It could be you know, one person in in twenty five reacts that way. One person in a hundred. I don't know. If that's what the doc thinks, who am I to tell him differently? Yeah. But so the president six three two thirty nine. He's
0: a twenty nine point nine on the BMI scale, which is just on the verge of into obese territory. That's <laughs> almost exactly what I am. I'm a twenty nine and uh, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, A lot of us are, or more. Not that big a deal, but the the, the big stuff was the mental stuff. Do you want to do the late-night joke-off before you explain to us how they tested his Uh, brain?
1: Yeah, sure, to the extent that I understand it. I mean, I have a pretty good idea, but Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? So all the late-night comics took
0: a shot at the president's physical. Joe grades them.
1: Right, and then announces who will be lauded as the comedian of the day and who should immediately be drummed out of the industry by force if necessary. (laughs) Here we go. President Trump's doctor predicted that the president will have and live a long life. Oh.
0: Yeah. Wow. As, a result, as a result, the doctor is now treating Melania Trump for depression. That is the
2: latest- <laughs> and the results of uh, Trump's physical came out today. The White House physician, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, said President Trump is in excellent health. Trump thanked Jackson and told him to say hi to his brothers, Jermaine and Tito, which I thought was great. The White House physician today gave a report on President Trump's first physical exam
1: and said Trump takes Propecia to avoid male pattern baldness. And I guess it's working because there doesn't seem to be a pattern.
0: That's it. Um, wow. y- you know, before you get into the jokes, Who did the first one, uh, that was Conan. What Conan. was interesting to me was the crowd reaction. So Conan O'Brien stands in front of a crowd and says the president's health is excellent. And the crowd goes, Oh, booze. That's yeah. just, that's just, what, what, it's what is that? These what are the ugly times. Is that
1: ugly, ugly times.
0: Wow. It's incredible. Yeah. Your, your grades.
1: Oh, uh, Myers there in the last call. <laughs> With a, Your enthusiasm for this is a—you can a, feel it—with with a D, <laughs> Fallon a C minus, Conan triumphing with a C plus. Yeah, I thought the Melania, the Melania joke was funny. And yeah, you know what? I'm going to revise his grade. <laughs> I've had a couple of glasses of wine. This semester's almost over. Conan's a nice kid. I'm I'm giving him a B minus <laughs> instead of a C plus. Mainly I just don't want to see him in the class again next year. <laughs>
0: yeah, right, exactly. But the, the you stand in front of a crowd and say the president is in excellent health and the crowd groans.
1: Yeah. Cuz oh, no. they want him dead because he's black. Oh, wait a minute. No, sometimes people just don't like the current guy. But certainly for to me the biggest headline
0: out of the thing was Trump Specifically, requested a cognitive test since there's a book out there and cable channels that would seem dedicated to convincing you that he's, he's uh, mentally ill. Right. And his brain
1: doesn't work anymore. Right. So he insisted on this cognitive test um, that is called the, uh, the Montreal Cognitive Assessment, where they have you do 30 different uh, thing majiggers. Everything from uh, identifying a lion in a picture to drawing a picture of a, a clock, an analog clock. While well, your mind that sort of thing.
0: Grandpa's mind is really slipping if you can't point out the line in the picture.
1: Yeah, but uh, see, that's the thing. And there are, there are a number of other tests of that sort, drawing a, a, a three-dimensional cube, um, all sorts of stuff like that. It's all very easy unless you're experiencing mental decline. Then it's very hard. Because, for instance, drawing a clock, has you have to envision it. Um, you have to plan ahead so the numbers are correct to get them in the right order and stuff like that. It's a- actually a pretty efficient tool for making sure your mind is working right. So, again, if your mind is working fine, yeah, it's not very difficult. He got 30 out of 30. 30 uh, out of 30! But if your mind is not so working barely right, passed. It's exceedingly difficult. Mm. And Dr. Jackson, who? Dan Piper.
0: Obama's guy said he's a great doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, when asked about speculation on television and elsewhere that the president has mental health problems, Dr. Jackson said, in my opinion, that's tabloid psychiatry. Now, whether Which he's a... is because that's exactly what it is.
1: Well, and, and the cable news, gave a great deal of weight to this one chick from Yale. I don't remember her name and I don't want to remember her name. But she was all over the place saying, yes, I know it's against all our professional guidelines, but I think during these trouble times, it's so important to come out and be in the resistance. I think he's mentally ill, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was, you know, it didn't take too long before her professional colleagues said, listen, sister, you're making us all look terrible because you can't possibly have an honest assessment of a human being without talking to them, without... Interviewing them. I mean, unless they're running around naked in public attempting to catch birds or something like that, then, then <laughs> that'd be it's, a sign. You got to shut your pie
0: hole. Donald and, Trump last night, once again, on the White House lawn, naked, trying to catch birds with a net. Right.
1: Some believe he's lost his mind. <laughs> right. Unless you witness that sort of thing, sister, you got to take it easy. So finally she did and she's laying low now. But God, the desperation. Please.
0: New York Times report on it. Trump's White House physician said Tuesday the president received a perfect score on a cognitive test designed to screen for neurological impairment, which the military doctor said was evidence that Mr. Trump does not suffer from mental issues that prevent him from functioning in office. Quote, I've found no reason whatsoever to think the president has issues
1: any issues whatsoever with his thought processes? President is quote very sharp quote very articulate in their conversations. Does not repeat himself. He just he does that for emphasis. It's a he thinks it's a good idea. Um, I like the full quote about the genetics. Asked how Trump could have scored so well despite a high fat diet, affinity for fast food, and lack of exercise. Uh, Jackson said, Doctor Jackson said, shrugging, "It's called genetics." The answer to your question is that he has incredibly good genes, and it's just the way God made him.
0: Yeah, so much of the the health industry is focusing on the 10% of the stuff that we can control. But a lot of yeah. it
1: is just oh yeah, how, which, you're, how you're making well, and, it. Right, which is fair enough. I want to know. I want to yes, have sure.
0: control of that 10%. but And part of that, for many years, still is true. Just not as many people smoke as the smoking thing. Smoking is so many problems come from smoking. If you eliminate right. that and have good genes, you're in pretty good shape.
1: Boy, his blood pressure is good. It's better than mine. Dang it. And I work on it too. I work on it like crazy, but back to genetics. Uh, let's see. He's, he's uh, damn near obese. What did you say your BPI was or your BMI or your EMI? 29. I'm 29. He's a 29.9. I'm a 27. And uh, frankly, I wish you would uh, take a look at yourself in the mirror and, and be honest. Anyway, maybe I'm not a 29. I thought I was a 29. Eh, you may be. I don't know. Hang on a second.
0: I'm 6'1, 190. I'm six foot 190. That's right. I shrunk an inch. Whereas Trump, uh, I've shrunk an inch since high school, but Trump has apparently gained an inch. Who who understates their height? So on Trump's 2012 driver's license, he has himself as 6'2". The doctor measured him at 6'3". Who underrepresents their height?
1: Uh, I don't know. That's very weird. <laughs> Somebody who probably never sits still for uh for an exam, generally. What would you say your weight is? 190. What? No, you're way below what you said you were. And you're six foot? Yeah. Hang on a second. Hit the tab. There we go. 25.8. Okay. Well, it's still, but I'm still, I'm a long way from what they consider the good range. Oh, yeah. I found out I'd have to be, I think, in the 160s, the mid 160s. Yeah, I got to get down to
0: 179. Yeah. Which I'd uh, I'd like to do, but. That'd be read thin. Well, and with all the... I'd like uh, to learn to speak French, but I'm not going to.
1: Well, right. And with, the, with, all the, with all the information we have now about how once you hit a weight, your brain spends the rest of your life trying to get you back to that weight because it thinks you're starving, forget it. I'm not, the, the worst thing I could do is get down to 165. My brain would go into full panic mode. And save every calorie I ate till I can only take in like 500 calories a day. That would be a terrible idea. How about Trump asking for the cognitive test?
0: Man, that's laying it out there. Because if he'd have have missed any on that.
1: Sure. It would have been such a story. Looked at the lion and said, it's Melania. Clearly Melania. No, Mr. President, that's an African lion. That's Lion Ted. L-I-O-N Ted. (laughs) Lion. Got to spell it right.
3: (laughs) Are they going to make
0: another state on the West Coast? Yes. Maybe they are. We're going to talk to somebody about that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The
0: Voice
1: of the West.
0: and getty show you know i've got the trump cognitive test in front of you we should go through the whole thing it's pretty interesting trump named by looking at the picture a lion a rhinoceros and a camel
1: which the washington post uh, portrayed as merely a lion you named all three you throw animals. a rhino and a camel in there you got to I tell you what you gotta, you gotta be nimble you gotta point <laughs> all
0: three of them he got a point for all three animals, Wow! A point per animal. Wow.
1: Yeah, Three for three. Exactly. Three-pointers, just like Steph Curry. Fabulous. <laughs> so, in doing research for our next interview, I came across quite a number of movements across the western United States to carve out new states and or secede from the Union and or individual states or what have you, the eastern half of Washington becoming the State of Liberty. Cascadia becoming a new country, it uh, it would consist of Washington, Oregon, portions of other U.S. states, British Columbia, and Canada, etc. I have long Boy, been... Well, you're going to try to
0: get part of Canada involved. Now you really got yeah, into a legal I con- quandary. I know. Silly.
1: I've long been a supporter of the state of Jefferson idea, wherein Northern California, Southern Oregon would carve themselves off and, and, and form a state of more uh, libertarian bent... Uh, More constitutional, less, uh, well, less, you know, crazy progressive.
0: Wouldn't there be a reason for the state of California to say, uh, you know, since the state is controlled by Democrats, for the Democrats to say, yeah, let's let's let go of that chunk of people that resist us and could could ever, you know, attempt to boot one of us out of office?
1: Mm, Well, wouldn't wouldn't there be an upside? Theoretically, but there's too much downside of of money and power and the rest of it. Mm. But anyway, uh, let's uh, invite on to the show Paul Preston. He's the vice chairman of. New California, it's a uh, it's uh, the group wants to take over most of current day California except for the coast and and because there are two politically two Californias there's the coast and there's the rest of it for instance Uh, and Paul joins us now hello Paul how are you sir good
3: morning gentlemen
1: hey we understand you were a state of Jefferson guy at one point but then you uh, you left that group why is
3: that well um, they weren't moving forward with an actual state. Uh, They were, their preference was to move forward with a lawsuit to try and garner and gain representation, which is woefully inadequate in the rural communities, as everybody knows. Uh, Reynolds versus Sims decision basically set that into motion, one man, one vote, and left the rural communities of America, especially California, uh, without any representation. So Basically, what happens is that people are very, very frustrated in the rural communities, and they want some sort of representation. And the Jefferson movement came forward, and they went on with the uh, lawsuit movement. I disagreed with it. Uh, didn't feel that that's a way to g- gain a state. And, uh, you know, I wanted a, path- a pathway to statehood. And that was one of the things that when I talked to several... California legislators, they said, show us a pathway and we'll see what we can do about making this happen. So yeah, they said that to make you go away, but
1: <laughs> so uh, what <laughs> give us a brief outline of your plan, and then I want to talk about why why they're going to say no to you, but what's the idea?
3: Sure. Well, uh, the idea is to follow the Constitution, Article 4, Section 3 of the Constitution, which state provides constitution for federal? State Constitution or federal? Federal Constitution. Okay. Okay. Article 4, Section 3, it provides for a Um, an opportunity for states to split apart and form new states. We are not a secessionist movement. We are a movement to form a new state, to create what we call a more perfect union. Good distinction because
0: people regularly throw in the word secession when you're talking about this sort of thing. Yeah. So good distinction.
3: Yeah yeah that's very inaccurate inaccurate this is not cal Exit, in other words <laughs> yeah yeah <fair laughs> anyway um we just looked at that situation and we said okay what's what's the pathway forward and the pathway is what the constitution dictates and so we looked at it and said okay how can we get better representation and we looked at the jefferson model and the jefferson model in order to get representation um they would have to have a lot more political clout in the state legislature working against uh, or working for a new state. I think that's why they figured out they didn't have that clout so they wanted to go to a lawsuit. But the uh, the situation in New California is we said, you know we've got to convince the legislature, the assembly and the Senate. We do not the governor is not involved in this process at all. The governor is irrelevant in this process which is, of course, very appealing to most people. But when you do, do this constitutionally, they don't want the governor involved. It's just a direct contact with the people and the legislature. And uh, so we said, well, how can we get real political clouds? And we looked at the scenarios, and we realized if we went with just the option of ruralness throughout California, what is rural, and contacted all these counties or and got the word out, What what we get, and we were stunned. I I mean, I was stunned. We got 44 counties right up front that said, we want to be a part of this. This was about a year ago. And uh, so we've been working on this for about a year with uh, communicating with counties out there. Because you see now, when we start to look at it with these counties, we get about anywhere from 15 to 18 million people. Uh, So that starts to uh, gather up some steam in terms of being able to communicate and work with legislators, assembly members, and senators. And it's working. Uh, but the response has been absolutely ballistic. Um, and of course, it's gone viral over the last couple of uh, last 48 hours since we declared independence.
1: Okay, so why why ballistic? What what makes the uh, the powers that be in California hate the idea so much?
3: Um, well, you know, we're selling again the California dream, and as so many people say, uh, you know, we're giving we're, we're giving them hope with this plan. It's the only logical way forward to create a new state and to give us back the California that we've always known, uh, prosperous California, by coming in with a brand-new constitution, brand-new model for business, brand-new educational system, you know, model for that. Uh, All the things that, you know, we are constrained with here in California, and, of course, now we've got almost, we, we really do have a tyranny, and we do have a tyrant in the, just like the the declaration the original declaration of independence stated um you know that the original declaration written by the forefathers and the founding fathers it was the the blueprint that we're following right now and they knew even over 200 years ago that we at, at some point would be faced with the circumstances they faced in england and here we have it today in california it's a it is clearly with sanctuary state Um, with the lawlessness that's going on, with the homelessness, with, of course, now the state- You know what, Paul?
1: You know what? I agree with every word you're saying. God bless you. We're about out of time. Uh, We need to make sure we have uh, whatever website is appropriate so people can go to it, check it out, learn more about it.
3: Yeah, it's uh, uh, newcaliforniastate.com, newcaliforniastate.com. Very good. All right, we're going to
1: put you on hold. Don't go away. Let's stay in
3: touch, all right?
0: I want to talk a little bit more about this and just the political landscape all across the country. I think what he is saying applies to well, practically every state in the country. Certainly could. It's interesting. What's coming up in
2: your news, Marshall? Former CIA agent busted in one of the worst intel breaches in decades. We're going to yeah. get into that in more minutes from now on the Armstrong and Getty show. God, that's maddening.
0: We should go through that uh, mental test they did for Trump. Some of the questions are pretty interesting. They're not very hard, I'll tell you that. At least we
1: finally have a president willing to call a lion a lion.
0: Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Did USA Gymnastics settle some of these cases and force them to sign non-disclosure agreements, non-disparagement Agreements. Wow, wow. So some of the Olympians are claiming, "Yeah, our people
1: raped you," but you know, we got to have you keep your mouth shut
0: because that would look bad for our whole thing, right. which makes a lot of money. Uh, more on that coming up. I want to talk more about the the political concentration in urban versus rural right. areas thing we were just discussing, which is pretty interesting, right? And a statistic about that that will shock you. Okay. I have a statistic about socks in the Soviet Union. <laughs> That will knock your socks off. Mm. I just came across yesterday, mm. completely apropos of nothing. Well, maybe apropos of something.
1: If you're new to the show, we do a lot on Soviet lingerie and <laughs> stocking <laughs> socks, that sort of thing. Yeah. Undergarments in general. Exactly. Communist hosiery is a big thing
2: That's Right.
0: It. Uh right. Let's get the news now with Marshall
2: yeah, uh, It's being called one of the worst intelligence breaches in decades. Former CIA officer Jerry Chun-Shing Lee charged with unlawful possession of secrets the 53 year old suspected of betraying u.s informants in china so he was not only a spy for china but he was telling them who was helping us on the other side
0: i remember this story a few years back as I, I, I was horrified at the time yep. that all, all our contacts our guys that we had uh, got to work for us inside china were disappearing china. or showing up dead yep. right
2: Lee, right. was, uh, Lee was discovered with two notebooks containing the real names of CIA assets and covert facilities. It is believed he got the information to China, and it caused the deaths or imprisonment of at least 20 American agents. Now, Lee was... 20 ar- agents. At Le- least. Yikes. Not only do you have
0: 20 people dead um, or in prison, which is about the same as being dead in China. You're on the way, probably. I'd
1: rather be. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, not only do you have that, which is awful, the the amount of info. I mean, how long does it take to, to come up with 20 agents in China that are willing to work for the CIA?
1: But it, that right. isn't easy to do. Well, it's an enormous loss. Plus, God knows what those people said as China was doing God knows what to them to get them to talk. Um, so it's, it's absolutely terrible.
0: And this guy turned on us because he didn't feel like he was being promoted enough or yep.
1: something, they think.
2: Yeah. And Lee got arrested on Monday after he flew into New York on a flight from his home in Hong Kong. It is unknown how the FBI managed to lure him back to the U.S. Yeah, they're not quite sure why he came back. But it's the first time they succeeded since 2012 when he came to investigate a job offer, a job promotion. Officials weren't able to tie up an indictment at that time, so he went home then without any charges filed against him. But now he has been arrested. China has
1: an enormous, aggressive espionage program in the United States and about the United States. It shouldn't be a shock to anybody. And I have it on unimpeachable authority that the nation's universities are absolutely lousy with Chinese intelligence agents masquerading as academics. It's known. It's happening. Your big college town has got multiple Chinese espionage agents living there masquerading as academics.
2: The Navy is saying negligent homicide charges are going to be brought against the commanders of two Navy destroyers involved in collisions last year where 17 sailors were killed. The charges, as well as others, including dereliction of duty and endangering a ship, are going to be presented before an Article 32 hearing to determine whether those officers are going to be tried in a court-martial. The USS Fitzgerald hit a commercial ship in Waters-Off, Japan last June. And the USS John McCain collided with an oil tanker off Singapore in August. The commanders of those vessels will be brought up on those charges. So
1: if you get deeper into it, the level of incompetence slash inattention to the you know the necessary competencies is just mind boggling. Yep. yep, I mean you y- you hear the description. And it's like, uh, you know, a captain's first day on a crab fishing boat, that the guy running the engines wasn't talking to the guy steering the ship, and he thought somebody else was in charge, right. and they got into trouble and didn't wake the captain up, and the rest of this unimaginable lack of discipline. Like I
0: was saying yesterday, I, I hope we don't end up getting attacked and we find out that in a, in a whole bunch of different ways that we thought we were, you know, the best of the best. Right. Experts, Whether it's just sailing our ships around or shooting missiles out of the sky, we find out we're really bad.
1: Yeah. Well, the the truth is with the Navy, and Navy guys, please feel free to weigh in on this. You know better than I do. You know, I have some pretty good information about the Navy, but it it is heavily about the submarine service for reasons of, uh, you know, relatives of mine. Uh, But anyway, you're in warships. We have many, 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 many warships. And they don't do no war stuff. Ever, most of them. You know, the Army, the Marines, Special Forces, they're doing plenty of war stuff. But the Navy cruises around, patrols, and doesn't do war stuff. It's difficult to keep everybody sharp. Sure. Like
0: practice versus a game.
1: Right, right. You're just drilling all the time and practicing and, right. and, and just try to execute your duty because you have to because it's your job. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's tough, evidently.
2: By the way, we're still waiting on President Trump's uh, promised fake news awards, which is now being described by the White House as a possible event. Here's a,
1: a- possible event, so yes. it's not happening, but at least he can, you know, he can tell you the difference between a rhinoceros and a lion.
0: This is a funny text we got. This is Trump during the cognitive functioning exam. That's a lion from one of those s-hole countries. <laughs> <laughs>
2: be funnier if I could have said the word, but still funny. All righty, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West.
1: Mr. President, are you a very stable genius? I am. That was another one he passed. He got
0: a 30 for 30. No more mocking the president's mental abilities. Right. I mean, seriously, you got to knock off the he's clearly crazy if the doctor gives him a test and says he's there's no indication whatsoever of that. Right. So, um, but um we'll go through some more of that test. It's kind of interesting. He is unquestionably wacky, but not crazy. Yeah. It's, you know, two different things. Uh, yeah, this gymnast story is something. Deserves a lot of attention. God dang it. It's
1: maddening. It's horrifying. Plus, we've got that whole uh, carving out a new state stuff. Oh, yep. uh, yeah. man. A Notre Dame professor with a scathing indictment of the university system. We'll see if we can get to that. And socks in the Soviet Union. Oh, boy. Well, you did your uh, Ph.D. dissertation on undershirts in
0: East Germany, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm stretching a bit from my level of expertise. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: This is Armstrong and Getty. The Voice of the West. The Armstrong
2: and Getty Show.
1: A brothel in Nevada has announced it will start accepting the digital currency Bitcoin as a form of payment because there's a huge market for people who understand Bitcoin and also can't get laid. Nevada copenhagen syndrome right there did you the effort to appear more intelligent by softening all a's (laughs) look at my cot it likes to meow (laughs) scenario
0: um do you see the uh the giant meteorite over the midwest i did shocking this video right here i'm looking at if i saw that this next one while i'm driving my car i I would think north North korea yeah exactly north North
1: korea's attacking
0: north korea's attacked I would I'll be scared be mm. if I saw that okay here's my uh, payoff to the Soviet Union thing I ah, yes came across this yesterday for some reason they did a a, a little uh, t- taking account of where they are as a country when Stalin died Khrushchev took over 53 I think 52 53 um, and they determined that they had one and a half socks per person in the Soviet Union. <laughs> Not that's, that's not enough. Not two, which yeah. would be the requirement <clears throat> to have one pair of socks. Yikes. They had one and a half socks per human oh.
1: in the Soviet Union when Stalin died. But keep trying socialism slash communism. Why, It'll isn't work that this inc- next time. Isn't that incredible? That's astonishing. It is. Yeah. I wonder what it's like in North Korea. I bet it's well below that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how besocked they are. <laughs> Man, in in doing, I did a gigantic research project my senior year of college about the the, uh, communist bloc countries, not the Soviet unions, but the other ones. And just the stories about, you know, government planned production and how, you know, you'd have a factory cranking out stuff nobody wanted, or you'd have a factory cranking out nothing, uh, but everybody'd show up to work and all this. It was just, it was amazing. You ought to read about it someday if you can find a great source, but... Um, I'm not really up on the current literature. But anyway.
0: Coming up, we'll talk a little bit about the gymnastics program, which is just a horror show. I mean, really, they had this doctor that was abusing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, girls over the years, and a lot of people had to know. Yep. Yeah. Um, and 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 some people are saying when when they'd find out they'd they'd sign they they'd make the gymnast sign non disclosure agreements. Right. So it wouldn't upset the money making uh, apple cart. That's the mixing bunch of different things.
1: Oh, gee, you hear the Pope just uh, promoted some Chilean priest who was uh, shielding child child molesters, promoted him to cardinal because he was under pressure from Chilean Catholics. But So the Catholic Church still with a, a serious problem in that direction. But That's anyway, disappointing. Yeah, we'll talk about the, uh, the gymnastics thing coming up. So I'm looking at the number of legislators per person or number of people per legislator in various states. We were talking earlier about, um uh, various uh western states with not secession movements but forming new state movements uh, carving out new states as the uh the constitution says is, is good but it hasn't happened for a long time because for some reason we in this this era of great and rapid change we the people assume everything must always be like it is right now and assume it always has been like it is right now it's just it's a, a bizarre rigidity in the modern world but Anyway, uh, you start with like New Hampshire, which has one legislator for every 3,100 people. That'd be like being in a very, very small town. The mayor would know your name. And particularly if you came to him twice and said, "Mr. Mayor, we really got to do something about the open sewer next to the little league field," you know. <laughs> for instance. Well, right. He'd, he'd he'd really know your name. Now that's New Hampshire. It's a little state. Live free, die young, and leave a nice corpse or something. <laughs> What's their state motto? Nobody knows.
0: You can never be too tan or too thin.
1: That's I think, it, is their state right. motto. But then you got New Mexico, for instance. That's seventeen. It's about eighteen thousand people per legislator. Michigan, 67000 per legislator. I mean, that's getting a lot tougher to be heard. It's like you live in a medium-sized, pretty good-sized town, I guess. I'm trying to think about it in terms of actually getting in front of your legislator and having some sort of effect. So that's in the 60000 It's just flipping around. To Iowa's 20000 per. Kansas, 17000 per. Uh, Let's see. Is this alphabetical order? You'd think that's one of those 30 questions the president had to answer. It's about (laughs) 42,000 per in Oregon, for instance. Uh, Washington State's about 45,000. Ladies and gentlemen, California. The nation's biggest state. There is one legislator for every 308,000 people. And actually, these numbers are, I think, from 2009, so it's probably more like 315. You got one legislator for every 315,000 people. The great Dan Walters, who is a longtime columnist for the Sacramento Bee, um, one of the great, sober, smart, nonpartisan commentators on state politics, made it clear for years, California is utterly ungovernable. And end ungoverned. It's it's run by a very small group of people. It's utterly impossible for a citizen to get any attention or any. Anything done by the legislator, unless they can marshal up zillions of dollars of campaign contributions through a union or that sort of thing. 308,000 people per legislator. As opposed to New Hampshire, where it's 3,000. Right, exactly. Um, what I was thinking about as a. As and our... so, I'm sorry. So the point is, people who want to carve out a new state are not insane. They're not like militia guys who want to shoot at cops or what have you. It's it and and part of it's political because the coast is so wildly progressive and the rest of, for instance, California, same in Oregon, same in Washington is very 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 different. Part of it's that, but the other part is just that it is ungovernable. So what I was thinking about because he kept bringing up the idea of people in rural areas,
0: um, you know, not having the same politics as the people in the cities, and the people in the cities have the control over the government. Has it always been as 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 polarized as it is now or has been in recent times because we've all seen those maps after a presidential election where the whole country is red if you look at it from a distance it's just a red country mm-hmm. if you look closer all the urban areas are blue and that's where all the people are most of the people are and so you end up with about a 50 50 country and i'm not you know you don't need to favor one or over the other i've been a rural guy my whole life i realize people in cities don't want to live the way i want to live that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live the way they want to live. That should be fine. But, but why do urban centers dictate for the rest of the state that is all rural what their
1: lifestyles are going to be like? Is there a different way to structure things? Well, well yeah, it's tough to get going, though. Partly with the democracy craze. It's a republic, not a democracy, for very good reasons. I think it'd make both groups happier.
0: I think the urban areas could have more whatever you want to deal with concentrated populations. It'd be easier to get more of that. Mm-hmm. And the rural areas wouldn't have to take on you know regulations and laws that make no sense to them whatsoever. Because so, they're good for the, the, the city that's got 5 million people in
1: it. I found a uh, scholarly paper... On rural voters and the polarization of American presidential elections through history, it appears to be roughly five thousand words. Well, you read that. So and get if, back you to me. Could, if you could, just be quiet for a second. Let me, <laughs> let me read it real quickly. Real quickly. It just seems like it make both groups happier. Yeah, yeah. But the legislators don't want to give up the power. They don't want to give up the tax revenue, the land, the population, the esteem, et cetera, of of being a big state or or. I don't I don't know. I don't, uh, plus I sort of got one of the great undiscussed phenomena of our time is this rigid presentism that everything has always been and must always be the way it is right now. People have no grasp of history whatsoever nor a vision of a different way to try stuff. I don't it's, it's weird. It's like an institutionalization of everything. Maybe the next generation isn't going to be like that because they've seen so much change and technology changes constantly. And hey, Snapchat's out, Instagram's in, or whatever. MySpace is very hot still. Um, I'm hoping that changes. And then you look at the, 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 uh,
0: the map of the whole country and you take the populations east of I 95 and west of I 5, and they voted for Hillary. By a lot, and then all that area in between, which is about 3,000 miles, voted right. for Trump by a lot. You've got mm. that breakdown. Right. Um, and, and neither side wants the other side's politics. Right. So it's just it's interesting. You're I'm not gonna, sure we've draw, drawn the lines correctly. We need to redraw the lines somehow. I don't. Well, know, I don't never, know
1: how that would work. But. You're never gonna uh, get rid of all that tension just because that's the well, way sure, free society course. works. Of course, but but if it's that concentrated and there are benefits to all sides, if they could just work something yeah, out, where yeah, listen, uh, you know, uh, what's uh, what are well, there are a hundred examples depending on what, super liberal progressive city is not. You know, inland giant county. They don't want to live like that. Neither do you. Neither do I. I don't believe what you believe. I don't believe what you believe. I think your taxes are too high.
0: I think yours are too low. Listen. I think you're an idiot for living out there. I think you're an idiot for living in there. Fine. Just stay away from each other and have your own laws. Stop
1: screaming at each other. You're making the children cry.
0: (laughs) Get an amicable divorce and go be happy. Yeah, I wonder if there's a different system. I don't know what it would be. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Thank you.